This is your Bruins post-game recap brought to you by the Fans for a Sports Network and the Big Bad Bees Podcast Network. I'm Jake Reiser, and it's March 26th. The Bruins coming into Carolina after taking care of a testy Tampa team at TD Garden, coming in to face a hot Hurricanes team, or should I say a Hartford Whalers team, who are looking to make a presence known of their own in the Metropolitan Division and within the Eastern Conference as a whole. The Bruins, coming into today, decided it was going to be a full rest day for some really important people. Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, Hampus Lindholm. Not only not getting, not only getting not reduced minutes, not even in the lineup in general. This was their day off. So AJ Greer coming off his suspension is in. Jacob Lauko is in. And Oscar Steen comes in. A guy who didn't make it out of camp comes up from Providence and takes um, his spot on that second line right wing. You would think that the Bruins would take a loss in this one and be, you know, okay about it. You know, they're not necessarily in it for the points record. They're more so in it to get these guys rest to be as healthy as they can for the playoffs. There are no scheduled losses for these Boston Bruins who take a 4-3 shootout victory in Carolina. Some big things to point out here. David Posternock nets both 50 and 51 on the season. I call this major redemption for that COVID-shortened year for Posternock. In that COVID-shortened year, he and Ovechkin were battling it out. They were at 48 goals. And then the shutdown happened and the world became a completely different place. But he was on pace for well over 50 goals at that point. So congratulations to David Posternock for hitting that milestone. This was definitely a game of more than two games, I would say. The first 40 minutes were very, very good by Boston. I don't think anybody expected that with the people that they had sitting out. They were probably the better team through the first 40. They had the better chances. Even when they gave up that goal to Jack Drury, they came back really quickly with that Pasternak second goal on the power play. And Jacob Lauko, he's becoming a fan favorite quickly. I think if he were up for the whole year, he would have more consideration for the seventh man award, which in this podcaster's opinion, I think is actually going to go to Pavel Zaka but Lauko is becoming such a fan favorite with his play. I think that if you can re-sign Garnet Hathaway, I think that having Lauko on his opposite wing, so you've got like Hathaway on the right and Lauko on the left on your fourth line, that's super fun for the Bruins going forward and super annoying for any team that has to play against them. Then the third period happened, and it was like the Bruins kind of turned the off switch on for a little bit. Carolina comes with two very quick goals to tie it. They recapture all the momentum and then some. And Jim Montgomery takes a really smart timeout, regroups everybody. They hang on for that third period. They get it to overtime. Trade blows in overtime. Jeremy Swayman again coming up absolutely clutch in that last second with shot saves on Brent Burns and Jordan Stahl with point one on the clock. And then a shootout victory. The Bruins don't exactly go to the shootout very often, whether that's a product of them just being so good they don't 
really go to overtime and don't really go from overtime to shootouts in the first place, but they did such a good job there. Charlie Coyle with a beautiful shot in the shootout to lead off. He's normally a guy that puts a lot of stick counters and a lot of deeks, and I think that's what Freddie Anderson was looking for, but he just took that straight shot through the five-hole. It almost mirrors what Brent Burns did in um, the first leg of that first round, going straight for that five-hole. Swayman was able to make the save. Anderson wasn't. And Jake DeBrusque, with his patented speed down the wing, kind of shoot on his off-leg side. This time, he roofs it to the glove side of Freddie Anderson. Sometimes he likes to roof it to DeBrusque's near side, which tends to be the blocker side of a traditional left-handed goaltender. But he roofs that puck into the net, and the Bruins now on a seven-game win streak. No scheduled losses here in Boston. Take another two points, set a franchise record for road victories, and just keep this amazing season going. Ten games left. Next time they're back home at TD Garden taking on the Nashville Predators on Tuesday, that's also going to be a dogfight as Nashville's looking to get themselves into the Western Conference side of the playoff picture as well. But all in all, you're very happy if you're a Boston Bruins fan right now. You got Bergeron and Marshawn and Lindholm, some very needed rest, and you still took home two points, nonetheless against someone who has been the bane of your existence the last couple of seasons. Nonetheless, yeah, they're hurt. They've got Andrei Svechnikov out for the whole season, and that's tough. But they're still such a powerful and potent team. Sebastian Ajo, Tevo Teravine, and Brent Burns. So to take two points from there, when you're not even fielding your 100% team, and that's not for lack of health, that's for rest reasons, but to take two points then and there, you should be very satisfied as a Bruins fan. Again, they're back on Tuesday against Nashville, and that's when I'll be back. Thank you for listening in to this Bruins postgame recap. We'll see you Tuesday night.